Hello and welcome. Welcome to Be Ready. Here we prepare our hearts and our minds for the return of Jesus Christ. My name is Josiah Moldenhauer. Last time we talked about receiving the Father's love. This is foundational to our walk with the Lord, receiving the love that He has for us in Christ Jesus His Son. This love has nothing to do with our performance or our good works, but everything to do with Jesus' perfect life and sacrifice on the cross in our place. Now, if you are not sure what it means to follow Christ, to be born again of His Spirit, by all means, I exhort you to go back and listen to the episode called Spiritually Coming Alive on this podcast. Now, Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. This is found in Luke chapter 11, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verse 1. Jesus' disciple asked him, Lord, teach us to pray. They had seen other people pray. John the Baptist had taught his disciples to pray before, before Christ's ministry. And so now the disciples, they see Jesus pray, and he prays like, like no one else had ever seen. His prayer life was alive and relevant and relational with the Father. And so the disciples were hungry for God. They were hungry and eager to learn to pray. So there's a beautiful, wonderful passage here in Luke chapter 11. I'd ask you to turn with me in your Bibles there with me, if you have your Bibles, where Jesus talks to his disciples about what a prayer life with God looks like. And you might be surprised, it's, it's much different than what we might think of in our minds, the picture we might have in our minds of what prayer is that we grew up with or that we saw pictures of or heard about at church or, or saw practiced or exemplified in a, in a church. So, Lord, we pray you give us open minds and hearts, open spirits to what you want to speak. And what you want to show us in this time in your word. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, here we are in Luke 11. I'm starting to read at verse 1. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight, and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer him from within, Do not bother me. The door is shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his impudence he will rise and give him whatever he needs. 
And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Whoever, whoever asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Thank you, Lord, for your word. Wow, this is an awesome picture. There's actually several things in here that we can learn about prayer. So, at the beginning, we hear a scripture we've heard many times. We usually call it the Lord's Prayer. And we may have heard it in church. We might have seen it framed nicely on a wall. But it usually has this sense of rote and ritual and saying it from memory, right? So I can say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. I can, I can start saying that and be thinking about what I want to have for lunch today. So, and that's, that's not at all what Jesus intended. He didn't intend it to be something mindlessly recited. He actually intended it to be a pattern to follow, an example to show us, to guide us how to pray to the Father. And so, looking at it briefly here, it starts with Father. So we relate to God as our Father, like a child who comes into the house and his Father greets him, and gives him a hug, and the child feels loved and accepted and, and comforted. And whatever he needs, he finds from that parent. So God wants us to relate to him like that, as a father. And then it goes on to say, Hallowed be your name, which is an old word for holy. Holy is your name. And that means his name is above every other name. It's, he's different than every other name. He has more power than, than any king in this world, or president, or politician. And his character is above everything else. He's perfect in all his ways. In his name, he has many names, in fact, in his word that we can lift up in prayer and, and say, this is who you said you are. You are the provider. You are the sovereign. Uh, you, are, you are the most high God. And, and so we're going to get more into this prayer pattern in another episode uh, in the Lord's Prayer specifically. Uh, but for now, we can see that it gives us a pattern to follow in our prayers, to ask for his kingdom to come, his peace, his joy, his love for others. Each part of it is opens up an opportunity for us to pray in our own words to the Father. Moving on to the next part, what an interesting provoking even picture of prayer where this friend goes to his house his friend's house at midnight to his neighbor and asks him for food to give to his friend that came on a journey and the other friend the neighbor doesn't want to give it because he's 
he doesn't want to wake up his household. He's in his in 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 bed, and his children are sleeping, and so he tells him tells him not to bother him. But the friend that uses the word impudence in my translation he says because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. That word impudence means it's a shameless persistence and insistence to the point of rudeness even as we would think of rudeness and and so the friend finally gets up and gets him the bread <laughs> and so Jesus gives us that picture of prayer and in an earthly analogy of course God is different from a, a neighbor or a friend God is more compassionate more loving than that, that that neighbor that was reluctant, and so Jesus t shows us a what a picture of what it can look like to be insistent in our prayers. And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you; seek and you will find; knock and it will be opened to you. In this part, Jesus is showing us how it's not just one time. The, in the Greek, these words, these adjectives, excuse me, these verbs mean continually. It's the present continuous. To ask and keep on asking. To knock and keep on knocking. To seek and keep on seeking. It's not just a one-time event. And so that reinforces the idea of the persistence in the asking. And to keep asking because we know the character of our Father in Heaven who will it says in the next part, give good things to those who ask him. If, if an earthly father who has a sinful nature will do good things for their children, if they ask for an egg, they won't give him a scorpion, then how much more will our heavenly father give good things to, the, to those who ask him? And here in Luke eleven thirteen, he says, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So here, Jesus reveals a secret to his prayer life. He showed them that we need to learn to pray under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Because that's how Jesus prayed. We can't really pray without the direction and the empowering of the Holy Spirit. In Romans 8.26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. So there is a great need in being able to pray that only the Holy Spirit can help us with. And there's a promise here that Jesus said the Father would give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him to give them the power to pray, to have that vibrant prayer life the alive prayer life with the Father. A vibrant prayer life starts with a hunger for God. In Matthew 5, 6, it says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. When the disciples were asking, Lord, teach us to pray, they demonstrated a, a hunger for God. Hunger for God is foundational. It's the first work of God in our hearts not to hunger for something from God, but to hunger for God himself. All God's great men and women 
have demonstrated a hunger for God. David said in Psalm 63:1, O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. Peter said, Long for the pure spiritual milk in 1 Peter 2.2. 2. And Isaiah said, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. He who has no money, come, buy, and eat. That's in Isaiah 55.1. And this is all related to spiritual hunger. As we consider talking with God, listening to God, our prayer life, let us shake off any old ideas we've had about it being saying certain words that are pious or religious. Let's cast that aside and learn from what the Lord is showing us here in this passage. So here's what we want to do to make this practical. After you're done with this, listening to this podcast, go ahead and ask the Lord yourself. Pray this prayer. Pray this simple prayer. Say, Lord, teach me to pray. Or if you're with others, say, Lord, teach us to pray. And pray your hunger for God in your own words. And then use this passage here in Luke chapter 11 as a guide to understand how to pray, to guide you in in prayer. And we'll talk more in probably our next episode about the Lord's prayer pattern and get more into each part. Until we meet next time, may the love of God and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of his Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore.